At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Christmas Eve. 2021. Merry Christmas to all. Spending and to it all. with us here, as you, just like everyone thought. You thought, you A know, on Monday, on Monday, Gil, <laughs> yes, yes. people were sitting there and they were like, you know, how am I going to spend Christmas Eve? Yeah. I think I'm going to go hang right. out with Matt and Gil at PT. Prime time action. Yeah, that's what they thought. What do you think? What do you think the total number of humans right now is, you know, doing whatever they do on Christmas Eve? Right, just a nice family atmosphere, and they've got us with in the our background. ugly mugs in the yes. background. <laughs> with your lovely on jacket YouTube, on YouTube TV. Well, just give me an over. Also, not only is this thing certainly a fire hazard, yeah. I'm starting to notice too oh. that whatever it's made out of smells horrible as well. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> like like a <laughs> like just like plastic or something. Like I don't know. It's it's where do, where does one it, purchase something like that? This is um. This is a, this is a fine this is a fine piece of clothing from the from the TJ Maxx. Oh, yeah, <laughs> from the TJ yeah, Maxx. Yeah, this is this is a fine piece of clothing from the TJ, TJ Maxx. TJ right Maxx's yeah. still. Oh, look at that close up. Very nicely done, guys. Look at that. Oh, a little snowman. Yeah, that's oh, no flakes. But it uh, Christmas yeah, trees. It's got a little bit of a gingerbread. A little bit of something to it. It's probably the material, which again is yet to be determined. Some kind of. Nylon, no matches polyester. near me is all I'm saying. Like we're not, like I'm going to go up in flames. Like no matches, no look, sparks, man. no anything. You've you've made it festive in here. Yeah, well let's done. not let's not let's not do that. We found out we're finding out all kinds of stuff. Why it's a play by play? Why it's a play by play? Everyone's a play by play. Everybody guy right here, here is a play by play guy. Yeah, I feel like that's you know the job requirement. Who is your play by play hero? Yeah, who who do you aspire Ooh. to uh, to live up to? Wow, that's a good question. I, I don't you don't you watch can... tape. I mean, I watch the games that guys are announcing. I mean, you don't have like a guy that you go watch and like you seek out or anything like that. You don't have none, like of, a none of that because like, like for me, I'm I'm seeking out all of Matt Gay tape right now because of yeah. my kicking th- stuff. Yeah. So like, I mean, like I'm I'm going back and watching old tape. I assume that you would you'd watch tape. I mean, you know, when I when listening to Sunday Night Football, I love Al Michaels, I love Gus Johnson, Sean McDonough, you know, guys like those are Mike Tirico. Those are kind of the the guys that you try to strive to be. So that that that'd be my uh, my hero list, if you would say. Hmm. Hmm. All good choices. And, and Ben Wilson. And Adam Ben Candy, Wilson. You know. And Adam Candy, who did get me my uh, first uh, real big uh, radio job. So always in debt. I call Adam my. Uh, he was my teacher. We love Adam Candy. <laughs> Adam Candy's the best. Host of the Ocho. The Ocho. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. On to other things now. That Adam Candy. Yeah. Other things. No specific reason. You know. Uh, ben Wilson's going to be awesome. His career, play-by-play, is going to be awesome. I just know it. The can't-miss kid. And, uh, yeah, those are all good choices. Well, why, I, I hope you become a uh, massive play-by-play legend. That's, that's it's the... you. It's Ben Wilson. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of Jeff Parlay. Yep. And it is uh, Matt Neverett. Yep. 
Is that the list of play-by-play people, aspiring play-by-play people? That, that, that I can think of. I, I'm trying to get Isaiah Von Wrinkle to join the, the group. Does Isaiah so want to do that? I mean, you know, I think he'd be a great NASCAR announcer. Oh, that would be awesome. Just hey, he's going to come around and turn, turn, turn left. He's turning left, and he's coming around. He's been there turning left, and then he's going to go here and come on the inside turning left. I don't think that's how that there goes. There it is. Bam. Oh, just I don't think it. that's how that goes. Bam. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> He's a, he's Nailed a it. Study that tape. Nailed it. <laughs> Study that tape, Von Brinkle. There you go. I just helped you out in your that, career. That would be awesome. If all you guys became huge play-by-play uh, players. Then we'd be like, can I do color with you? We'd become grovel with you guys. Uh, you know, sometimes we need people to help us out. You know, yeah. doing games by yourself, you get, you get go, you're going crazy talking to yourself for three hours. We would just totally try to mess you up in the booth, though. At that point, we'd be like... I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. And game. then the color. I can do yeah. the color. I can do I can yeah. do the play by play and the color. I can be like, You're right, Gil. That was a really good left turn right there. That was a very quality left turn. It was a powerful <laughs> left turn. And then you just go on and then you, bam, there it I, is. I don't think a NASCAR career is for you. Mm, just well, a hunch. TBD. 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 The jury is still out. Yeah, TBD. Uh, also, in the early window on Sunday, the Jaguars at the Jets. Oh, throw out the records when these two teams play. Jets favored by two. I don't know why, but they are. I have, I have a tweet that I sent Von Brinkle earlier today, and I said, hey, have it ready for this game. So we're going to fire this up here just oh. to give you an idea of what's going on. So you in, did some show prep is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, what, what's going on in this one right here, because it was one of the Jets beat writers who was, who was basically giving us the, the lay of the land for this Jets team, but it doesn't seem like we're going, we're going to get it. So, wow. Um, wow. So the, this thing is moved. I don't know why in favor of the Jets as two point favorites, considering about half the team is out in this game. I, I don't, I, I don't know why it's moving there. Maybe just because the Jags have been so incredibly poor. So the, the, here's the tweet, 21 Jets out with COVID including their head coach, two starting guards, a starting receiver, five players that would have started on defense on Sunday, and their backup quarterback. And they're favored. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad must the Jaguars be. So, pretty, pretty bad. I mean, what? what <laughs> it's ridiculous, though. I mean, it's, it, well, it's what happened with Cleveland. It's what happened with Washington, you know. But now here's the thing, right? So, those games, Chenault's not going to play for the Jags, so there is that. So let me ask you a question. Josh though. Allen as well. Let me speak on behalf of the Jaguars fan base out mm-hmm. there, however large that might be or small. So Washington got their game postponed because they mm-hmm. had this happen. Cleveland got their game postponed because they had this happen. And the Rams got their game postponed because they were behind the eight ball with this too. Why is the league not postponing this? Oh, I think you know. Oh, I think I do. That's why I'm asking. So far out of the playoff race, it doesn't matter. They don't care. They don't care. Yes. Wow. Because it's a three eleven versus a two and twelve. Yeah. It is because. But I think that's a valid question, right? It is. And so, look, I don't know how you could play the Jets here. I, I, on principle alone, I think you would have to play the Jags. I mean, I understand. Yes. Chenault is probably at this point their best receiver, and he's out. And I was talking about they do have some talent on the defensive side of the ball. And then, of course, as soon as I say that this morning, Josh Allen gets moved to the COVID list, and he was one of the guys that I was talking about that actually has talent. Jaguars, Josh Allen. Yes, the Jag Josh Allen. So yes. I'll make that clear. Uh, gets moved to the COVID list. And so I get it. You know, two, two of their better players d- did get moved, but it's not half the team. It's not the head coach. It's not all, all this other stuff. I mean, I don't know. I would take the points. With Jags, I mean, I got to be honest. I, I I would I would I would do that if that were you know if I was going to place a bet on this game and and maybe who knows maybe 
it's part of our contest that plays a little bit later. Oh, Maybe. Man. Who knows? Yes, all of this is leading up to our recent primetime action uh, entry. By the way, Isaiah asked me for my contest picks, and I heard he put mine in for the Titans. And so I just knee-jerked, sent him one with the Titans. He goes, you can't do that. You have to give us a new one. So our contest picks coming up again. Do we have Kelly's picks? Do we have those tonight? For yes. our, we do. Yes. Did. Okay. We're just making sure. Kelly's, so, Kelly's good at working when yeah. he's not working. Kelly's uh, wherever he is, and he's still participating. He's in, he, he's, he's in Russia. Yeah, he's, right. he's, he's in Russia. A little time zone difference, but yeah. Yeah, he gets him in. He's getting it done. So we'll do that. Um, that is interesting to me that they are not postponing this game because it's just too much of a hassle for them to do that. It's 100% what it has. I mean, they're, they looked at this, and they go, this is an inconsequential game. Yeah. So we are, It's kind of messed up, though. It, it is. It is. Oh, man. What if you were – what if this was – you were the Jets fan – that this was your one game that you that you bought tickets for, yeah, and you yeah. were going to this game this year, and and you're going to go watch 21 guys, 21 different players that aren't. Felica, be Felica asked me a question. Last Parles and I a question on on the morning because I guess he did this on his podcast. He's like, "Would you rather attend the Jets Jaguars game, or like sit on top of the Green Monster for that random college football game in 35 degree temperatures?" And there was like, and I said the the college football game just so it's a story because I could be on top of the monster. But he and Jeff was like, he'd still go to the Jets Jags. I don't know that I would. I'd probably go to Jets Jets Jags just to watch the fights in the stands. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. Uh, there's the that. Jets fans just getting mad and angry and getting drunk and then punching each other and stuff like that. That's why I would go. The other New York team is at the Eagles. The Giants are at the Eagles. A game where the Eagles. I, I wonder if. I wonder if somebody's going to pick them in Survivor. Someone might get frisky and pick them. I don't know. Eagles favored by 10. Yeah, so they're going to go with Fromm, the Giants are. And apparently, um, one of the beat writers, now this is his just opinion, was that he was getting word out of, you know, the not only the locker room, but the front office that they felt more energized with Fromm at quarterback. Stop and so they it. were going to guess. So they were going to go with, with <laughs> yeah. Fromm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm going to play for <laughs> right. that dude. I know. So, so going to go with Fromm. I mean, look, the Eagles are going to win this game. Kadarius Tony did get moved off the COVID list, though he's still questionable because he was dealing with an injury as it was anyway. So they might have a warm body out there at, at, at receiver for the Giants. Um, that being said, I mean, the Eagles are coming into this one pretty, pretty healthy. And, and pretty intact here. So 10's a big number, but again, it's going to be a bunch of kind of like replacement level players, right? I mean, Fromm wasn't even on the team two weeks ago, and now he's going to be starting for the Giants and the Eagles. I mean, it's whether you believe in this team long-term or not, they're, they're definitely better than this Giants squad. Now, 10 points better, I don't really know. I'd probably, if I had to play it, I'd probably take the points. But again, it's just these none of these games are... None of these games where I feel super compelled to go put well, anything in, you know? Well, it's just like I like not 10 seems like too many, but at the same time, like Jake Fromm, really? I mean, like, well, how are you feeling if you're Mike Glennon right now? You're like, wow. <laughs> I didn't I, uh, energize the squad enough. I got in as the uh, backup to. Uh, I didn't energize this team enough. To Danny Dimes, and now I'm being replaced by this kid. Awesome. My career is headed at great places. That is a dud game. Giants at Eagles. He's a good, got a good neck on him, though. He does. Yeah. Very prominent neck. Who you got? Davis Mills versus uh, Mike Glennon. Who's got the better neck? Glennon because it's a a more established neck. It's been around longer. (laughs) Yeah. It's more weathered neck. Yeah. Wow. Merton Hanks, greatest neck of all time in the NFL. Merton Hanks, Niner secondary. Did that little dance every time he picked off a ball. Hope hope he's okay these days. 
Uh, okay, we'll come back. We'll uh, continue. The final two games in the early window on Sunday. Remember, two games tomorrow and then a full slate on Sunday. No more buys, no nothing in Week 16 in the National Football League. We'll do the Buccaneers at the Panthers next. Oh, boy, the Buccaneers laying too many points maybe in this one against the Panthers. They got no players. Some players, but you know what I'm talking about. Chargers at Texans, too. Chargers are not clear of problems either. They're not. It's tough to bet on these things, man. We'll get to all the details next. Beeson's primetime action on Christmas Eve from the South Point. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's primetime action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Wyatt Tomchek in for Kelly Bidlin. When's Kelly coming back? Monday? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh. No read. No, no read. No read. Yeah, no read. No uh, read. I don't know no if read. If anyone wants one. We get <laughs> no tweets. Read. Oh, we do get we tweets. Get this one's good. Uh-huh. Uh, Lauren Sanderson Peck out there said wrapping gifts for the kids with my wife. And although she's not exactly thrilled, still listening to primetime action as I am most days. Appreciate you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and the wife as well, Lauren. And, and let her know that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some of those gifts along the way were paid for by the information that you have, yes. that you have absorbed oh, good point. off of listening to this very program. So, so maybe that helps out. Hey, Lauren's wife, we speak very highly of you. Yeah, I mean, Merry Christmas to you. Listen, honestly, I'd turn it off if if I had looked and I showed up with this thing as well. (laughs) If you could smell this thing. You went right away. We paid for those gifts, you said. It just smells so cheap. Uh, It just, ugh. If I start to if I start to catch a waft of something. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get rid of it. I'll wear the jacket of shame or something. Is that your jacket? Uh, Oh, where's the jacket of shame? Jacket of shame's gone from over there. Oh, yeah, we have a – so, again, behind the curtain here at the uh, South Point studio, we have a uh, a stray jacket, a, an extra jacket, yeah. blazer, that looms in the corner in case, I don't know, somebody comes in here and doesn't look appropriate. Yeah, in case they forget that, you know, we are – it is a video product. Correct. Yeah. Has that – and that jacket is no longer with us. I don't know where it went. I don't know where that went. I, I looked to the left and it was gone. But I can't – I. I believe no one has worn the jacket of shame. Who would the jacket of shame? Because the thing is like a, it's like a 50, 58, like Husky or something. Someone told me JVT wore one day. I don't know if that's true or not. Can't confirm that. Can't confirm. I, I, okay. I do think it was probably Matt Eumanns' extra jacket that, uh, that they're using. Because that thing is, is really big. Could be. But we're all, we're all riding on a tightrope now because it's not here. So you better remember I, I, you to bring You better remember to bring your ja- I'll leave this one. Just, that'll I'll be our that'll be our new thing. That'll be the jacket. Somebody in the middle of July wears that. What are you wearing? I'll just leave that over there on the hanger. They're like Merry Christmas. There we go. All right. So Buccaneers at Panthers, and we found out that uh, we already knew that Godwin, Chris Godwin, is out for the entire season. That Leonard Fournette's out for the entire regular season, and we found out that Mike Evans will not play in this now. Yeah. So we 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 kind of speculated that he wasn't going to to go in this one, and and sure enough, he is not going. To go, uh, Antonio Brown is going to go. He was actually not even given an injury designation at all in their final injury report. So at least he's back out there. But also, but Antoine Winfield is out for for them in this game. And so you've got How, a lot of starters. If those guys are playing, what's this spread? The spread is ten without those guys. That's what I'm saying. Like this is too. Many. I understand. I understand. The Panthers are bad. They are. They are. They are bad. But you are now. You have taken. 
so much of the firepower from what this Bucks team is right. and removed it to where even a bad team, we're talking, they're going to win this game by 11 points, Gil. They're going to yeah. win this game by 11 points. Plus, if you if you break down Brady's stats and you look at his targets, Godwin and Evans get a massive percentage of them. <laughs> so it's like, and Fournette, by the way, sort of the, you know, Ronald Jones is going to try to make up for that. They do have Antonio Brown. They do have Rob Gronkowski. But how are they still 10-point favorites? Because, again, if, if all those guys are in there, what would this spread be? Yeah. Oh, and not to mention, not I mean, and not to shortchange here, uh, Levante David, who is their defensive team captain, got put on IR as well. So he's going to miss the rest of the season as well with, with a foot injury. So this is a team that is limping into this game. And I get it. Panthers are bad. Bad. But are they going to lose by 11 points? to this team that is a shell of what we saw just two weeks ago, it seems to me, it seems like to me, this is just too many points, man. Like I, I, my answer to that would be, well, I'm not going to bet on it. I, it is the, if you're wanting to bet on this game, I don't know how you could lay the 10 is where I would put it. Yeah. You know, like I, it is, it is such an incredible percentage of the offense that is missing from this team right now. And, People can laugh about Leonard Fournette all they want to, and I understand he was this running joke because he was taken so high in the draft and didn't pan out in Jacksonville. But where'd he go? He, since he, where'd he go to school? He, he's, he's, he's a Tiger. Oh, he, was, he was an LSU Tiger. Um, but since he's gotten to Tampa, he, he has become a, a big part of this offense. And then what he's done this year has become Tom Brady's safety valve in the pass game. I mean, like this guy was never asked to catch passes in college, never asked to catch passes in Jacksonville. And then he goes to Tampa and they're like, oh, he can actually catch. Tom Brady throws a ball to him six, seven times a game, you know, and, and it's, he's gone. Godwin's gone. Evan's gone. It's a, it's a, it's a big deal, you know? And so I would be on Carolina 10 here and I don't know, man, maybe there might even be a small sprinkle for me before this is all said and done. We got a uh, text from uh, Booby Prize winner Michael Montesano from last year. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, Merry Christmas to you, Matt and Kelly. I probably shouldn't be listening now. I think he means you too, Wyatt. He goes, I probably shouldn't be listening now, but the wife knows the contest picks are due tomorrow and I need my weekly injury updates. Uh, I did tell her that I didn't have it on for dinner. So he's listening as well. So we appreciate that. He's trying to get yes. in all the information. You need this information before you make bets. Uh, would you bet Carolina, though? You're not running to I bet might, I might put a sprinkle in. I might. I might put a sprinkle in. A sprinkle on the money line or a sprinkle on no, the, no, on the no, ATS? No. Okay. On, yeah, yeah, no. On would, the, on you the be, would you be that shocked if Carolina won this game? I would not. I would not either. I would. I mean, it'd be somewhat of a surprise, but I wouldn't be, like, yeah. astonished by it. I would not. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think Tampa's – I think Tampa at, at this juncture is very is, – is probably very real going to be very realistic to where they stand in the pecking order here, yes. where it's like it's very unlikely with the team that they're going to field for the rest of the season that they're going to get that one seed. And right. so it's more like preservation the next three weeks and let's get to the playoffs and, and we make a run at that. They point. know they're going to win the division. Yeah. They know they're probably not going to get the number one seed. And I, I, you know, I don't know if Arizona, now that the Colts have all the injuries, yeah. I don't think Arizona mindset is that yet, but certainly for Tampa Bay, it's got to be. That is a curious spread to me. Chargers are at the Texans. This is a big spread, too. Again, your old double-digit road favorite fest here. Uh, Chargers are 11-point favorites. Chargers, uh, you know, outside chance at the division. That would be, you know, still a very big long shot. But they're on the inside of the wild card uh, race. 
And one would think that this would be a pretty popular survivor pick for folks. One would think they would be able to dispatch the Texans, who have a couple key COVID matters themselves. But the Chargers aren't without problem here. Yeah, I mean, so Austin Eckler's on the list for the Chargers. We know Donald Parham's not going to play after that, you know, horrific injury with he, that he had last week. We uh, Jalen Guyton got moved to the COVID list as well for them. Joey Bosa's not going to play for sure because he's unvaccinated, so he has to be out for for 10 days, their center, Corey Lindsley, who, by the way, is one of the, you know, one of the, if not the best centers in the NFL is going to be out for them as well. Him, he is on the COVID list. And then you've got these guys that, you know, really big contributors and Derwin James and Asante Samuel who are questionable to go in this thing. And so did you say Eckler? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like you said, I mean, this is a big, again, I understand bad team. We get it. We we get it. Bad opponent. So right. many points though. But it is a lot of points with a whole lot of guys that are going to be out. And the one thing about you know the one thing about the Texans is we should also mention on the Texans side of things, Brandon Cooks is is, yeah. is in the COVID list. For I was just going to ask yeah. you, Brandon so. Cooks and Kami and Kami Fairburn too. If I if I he is I think he I is, saw that he's still on there. Yeah. For whatever reason, there was someone saying today that they thought he. It was that whole trending thing or whatever right. that they trending thought maybe positively. he was going to be able to get off, but you know, which, like, which we realize means nothing at this point. Yes, we, 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 yeah. we know now this yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Whatsoever. No one can predict this. Um, so it's 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 one of those deals where I, I, I get it. You know, it's it's a far superior team in the Chargers against a, a Texans team that we know is is, is is super weak, but. There's a lot of that's a lot of really big playmakers and a lot of really important guys that are not going to be out there for the Chargers. Now that said, could it just be could it just be Herbert to Keenan Allen all day long and just you know basically what we saw sure. w- what we saw with with Tannehill and AJ Brown? I mean, sure. It, it, I mean, Keenan Allen could end up with 11 catches in this one, 12 catches in this one, and then we don't we don't think twice about this. But um, another one that I'm just not I'm not super comfortable. Laying laying the ten with with this Chargers team, I'm just not. Uh, how could you be? I mean, I mean, it's I mean between the Chargers and uh, the Buccaneers, but especially that Buccaneers game, right? Where you have three your three biggest. Well, it's hard to say three biggest because Gronk's always out there, but you're generally your three biggest targets by this by the numbers. It is your three biggest yeah. targets uh, in Mike Evans, in Chris Godwin, in Leonard Fournette. Yes, you have the other big names with Gronk and A.B. coming back here, Antonio Brown, and, of course, Ronald Jones Jr., no no slouch. But, boy, oh, boy, that is a diminished Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. And so that's a lot of points, giving up 10 at Carolina. Tread lightly on that one for sure. We'll come back. We'll do the afternoon games. There's only three afternoon games uh, with the potential of all three sucking quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, Bears at Seahawks, where we have a uh, new starting quarterback, which we'll get to for the Chicago Bears. Broncos at Raiders, which uh, on the Megapod was the game I wanted no part of. But there is a possibility that the Steelers at the Chiefs could actually have a lot of intrigue. This could be something. We'll get into all of those coming up on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Merry Christmas from all of us here on Primetime Action from the South Point Hotel Casino. Coming back in moments. You are looking live 
at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Wyatt, Tom, check in for Kelly Bidlin. How you doing so far, Wyatt? You good? Feeling comfortable? Feel com- After the first words came out, I felt like I was a, I was a pro. Wyatt Not as good one. as Kelly or Ben, but I feel like I'm a good third option. Oh, you're all good. What were you just doing there? It's Wyatt number one. Wyatt number one? Yeah. What, uh, Wyatt and, uh, and Von Wrinkle wants us to stay after the show? Did we do something wrong? Maybe say, you know, say hello. Wyatt number two's got a shredded knee. He's not around anymore. No, he shredded his knee. How did Wyatt number two shred his knee? What was he doing? Uh, He was playing uh, basketball with some of the other VEASAN employees on one of the outdoor hoops. And uh, his body went one way, his knee went the other way. So he's been, I haven't seen him in about a couple months. Poor guy, man. How old? In his 20s, right? Uh, I'd have to think 22, 23. This is for sure going to be me after I kick these field goals. You. I'm coming away with, like, multiple injuries. For Hammy, sure. groin. And a hip, probably. You'll be like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's gonna be, yeah my injury report is going to be like, Matt's out with, and it's just, like, infinite list of body parts. Hammy, that I'm out groin. With. Toe, foot, ankle. Achilles. Everything. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself, man. When is this happening, by the way? Well, well, I mean, certainly not next week. It's supposed to snow here next week. Like, not doing it in the cold. The ball flies better in, in warmer weather as well. So I need it to be, like, at least above 50. You believe that, Roxy? Roxy was the first person. We had Roxy Roxborough on last night. Uh, he just sort of came into the studio, and we, we had him on. We invited him on. He is the first dude that figured out as a sports better. Like, ballparks play differently. He used to murder totals before, as he said, even – People who who ran those organizations understood that about yeah. their own stadiums, let alone bookmakers. But I mean, I it's know, amazing. The more I keep, you know, the more I keep doing my my research and stuff. Like you need it to be above it because the 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 ball gets harder when it's colder, and you don't want to be kicking like a rock. I stuff. love how seriously you're taking this. Did we decide what the stakes of this were? Well, I'm just taking all comers. All comers. Yeah, I mean, I assume you, you, you and Kelly have already made your position known. You're going to bet against me, so I'll take whatever you guys want. Uh, I've no already doubt. got a couple of other uh, Dave Farah, friend of friend of uh, the network as uh-huh. well. He is he's against me. Uh, I've, I've Dave got, is against you. Oh also? yeah, he's against me. So that's I've got, my dude. Yeah, so I've got uh, I've got action with him. Another one of my buddies, Adam Candy, actually wants to bet on me. So if anyone wants to, he thinks I can do it. Wow. So he actually wants to bet on me. So there's, there's, you know, it's going to be fun by the time. This will be very well attended. Yeah, we That's just need this move. to be like, we need to get like a like a 55-degree day is just the only thing. Because also, just self-preservation. It's just, just being like, the colder it is, too, the easier it is for like. So we're going to have to negotiate These old a date. bones to just snap into like nine pieces. So that's the first thing we're going to have to do. We're going to have to negotiate a date, say, yeah. early March, where it could still be cold-ish. But not, but not freezing. Yeah, like but not I, freezing. Yeah, and also not warm. Yeah, because I, I can't, I can't do. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't do in the forty, uh, in the thirties and stuff. Like I'll come out with. You think that white number two with his knee? Like I'm gonna come in and like, yeah, I'm gonna have to like two scooter it in here and all, of, all that stuff. So dude, we shouldn't joke happen. about this because I, I do not want you to get. Oh, trust me, I'm getting injured. I'm. I've already. Listen, <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm in, getting injured one way or sure. the other. I've already, injured. I've already come to terms with this. Bears at Seahawks. It's the only game in the 405 Eastern 105 Pacific window on Sunday. And the Bears have a newish, though oldish, starting quarterback. Nick Foles is going to be going for the Bears, and it is apparently a game time decision as to whether Justin Fields will even be the backup because of his injury. So, so if he's not the backup, who would be? I guess it'll be a I guess we'll have a practice squatter be oh, the backup there okay. for for the team. Um 
And then also just more bad news for the Bears. Akeem Hicks got put on the COVID list oh. as well. So no, no, no good news for this Bears squad that, you know, look, it was this was a team that I think people were wanting to play this week. And they wanted to play them this week because, hey, look, you're going up against a Seattle team that has been absolutely atrocious, right? I mean, they've just been so bad at, at scoring points. And, and there's something wrong with Russell Wilson. He'll tell us that when the season's over. He'll come out and be like, oh, yeah, my finger never healed. And this, and the other. I mean, like, there's something wrong with him for sure. He's, he's a shell of what he was at the beginning of the season. And so that said, this thing sitting where it's, where it's sitting right now, like I, I know a couple of different people who are asking, like, hey, is this something like maybe either a money line parlay or a teaser or something like that? Even even though it's Nick Foles and even though Akeem Hicks isn't going to play for the Bears and all, like, it, it's it's very hard for me to back Seattle in any way, shape, or form. Just as bad as they have been on the offensive side of the ball, and as much as they have struggled, now they are going to get they are going to get uh, Tyler Lockett back in this game. So he is he he will be back out there, and that should at least help with that at least intermediate pass game and stuff like that for for Seattle, but. I can't I can't back this team in its current form. It, no. It's just there's just no there's just no way. I mean they they don't have and again this this archaic play calling, this archaic mindset that that you get from from this entire coaching staff. And, and look, you know, we I back on Pete Carroll all the time, but I mean it's just the whole coaching staff. I mean like the, everything that they do is just it's so behind the times. They're they're not forward thinking at all and and Matt Nagy just I mean not any better, I guess, but I mean, like it's <laughs> yeah. it, it's still not anything I'm gonna I'm looking to to run and and, and back this team but, again. I I thought there was at least a decent chance if it had been if Fields would have been healthy if 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 they hadn't had like you know a super key guy like Akeem Hicks on the maybe there could have been a, a, at least a look on the bear side, but can't do it. So is there there's no discernible difference between Justin Fields and Nick Foles in the line? I guess apparently not. Apparently not. And, I mean, the other thing about it is the Bears had about 5 billion chances to score against the Vikings, so it's not like they weren't feisty in that game to a certain degree. Um, but I'm with you on the Seahawks. We've had a chance to see them a couple times. The one that sticks out during primetime action was that Washington game where they were just atrocious. But yeah. That was Russell Wilson's first game back. I'm not sure he's played markedly better. I, I, don't, I don't think he has at all. And you know, and Allen Robinson for for Chicago still hasn't cleared like concussion. I mean, he still hadn't cleared COVID protocol even though he was put on on the list on like way back on the 16th of of December and he still hasn't come off. Yet. That's 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 what you can't predict this. Like yeah. that dude's been on it forever. Yeah. Seemingly. Um but yeah, through through a course of a couple games anyway seems like forever. Here's a uh, 425-125 Pacific start on Sunday. This game, to me, might end up being the most interesting game of the weekend if we do not get Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. and Tyreek Hill to play for the Chiefs because all of a sudden the Steelers become really live. And I think this number here, and you'll, you'll tell me what you think about it, this 7.5, remember this was double digits, this 7.5 is kind of... A, a, a spread that's waiting to go in either direction based on and, that news. And the seven and a half here at South Point is the only seven and a half in the country. It is eight and a half at every other book here in Vegas, and it's eight and a half every other book in across the uh, across the rest of the country. And so it, it's a whole point different here for 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 whatever reason. Do you agree with that though? Based on the news of Hill and Kelsey, it'll, it'll fly either way. Yes, because it was this was ten. Mm-hmm. The news came out about about them. It goes down to seven and a half. Then I think people got at least a little bit 
a, a little bit ahead of their, themselves with this whole new protocol thing, and they went on so early, and I think a lot of people were, were speculating out there. There were a lot of talking heads who were saying, yeah, but this new protocol, they were on so early that like they'll be able to get off. It's not that big of a deal. And so then we see this thing go back to eight and a half. Nobody knows. And now we're not seeing really any of these guys come off, right? I mean, like they're all still missing. You know, they're all still at least out as we know right now. We, talk, we talked about handicapping contests and Survivor earlier, um, how this is messing with people. I would imagine people in their fantasy playoffs and now championship game are just getting destroyed by this stuff too. Yeah. Like if you have Kelsey and Hill, you're like, I cannot believe my 13 and one season is going to end well, this way. Well, in, in, you know, some of these guys play super high stakes fantasy, oh, yeah. right? I mean, like, oh, yeah. like, you know, $10,000 buy-in leagues and stuff and things like that. And like, so Brutal. yeah, this is hugely significant, huge, you know, huge. Um, so anyway, I'm with you, Gil, like this becomes, this might end up being like, and for massive implications, right? The, Right, number one seeding, number one, no, like uh, maybe everything. division. Although yeah. number one seed is really the big thing. And and I'm with like I think this is. I'm not wish. I I want these guys to be better. I want these guys to be healthy. You know, I obviously want to see them play. I love watching Tyreek Hill play and, and and Travis Kelsey. That being said, if they don't play, I'm going to be locked into this game because to oh, see yeah. what they look like without those two guys out there is oh. going to be really, really, really interesting. Now, here's the thing. I don't know how the Steelers score, but I know that that Steelers defense has players that could really mess with the Chiefs offense if they don't have Kelsey and Hill. So it could be this really weird low-scoring game as well. That could be a scenario. But imagine from a Steelers perspective, too, you could, with a win, you could go to 8-6-1 and one and be a half game still out of first place in the division, but really be in the playoff picture at this point, which is mind-boggling Now they, to think about. They did get Chris Jones back, and they yes. did get Charveris Ward back. Yes. So two defensive guys they did get back from the COVID list. So those guys will be out there for the Chiefs. But as we sit right now, also another guy, Mike Rimmers, is a starting tackle for them, who's who's also on the COVID list. And so it's not just it's not just Travis Kelsey, and it's not just Tyreek Hill, but you also have one of your starting tackles that's also on the COVID list as well. So that is another guy that could not be out there, including your kicker, who, by the way, is one of the better kickers in, mm-hmm. in the NFL as well. And we know, I mean, we've seen how many games have we seen come down to, to the kickers here at the last second. So Fryer moves out for the Steelers, which is big. Yeah. yeah. As any Steelers fan will tell you. So could be the Josh Gordon game. It could be the Josh <sighs> Gordon imagine? game. Josh Gordon, who did score once already this yeah. year, as I recall. Yeah. yeah. Could be the Josh Gordon game. That's sort of the sneaky game of the weekend. Could end up being a really Really impactful game. Steelers and Chiefs, we will uh, obviously, with all of you, be tracking the Kelsey Hill news all weekend. We'll come back, Broncos at Raiders, and then the Sunday night game, Washington at the Cowboys. That's next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a play card, debit MasterCard, get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with play card. Visit playcard.com today to apply, subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by Metabank NA, member FDIC. You got a couple of those. Play cards? Yeah. I do not. <laughs> you have a couple of those, I heard. <laughs> uh, I do not, in fact. I do not. doesn't mean that I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying those, I do not. Currently. I just don't have I'm sure any it's of lovely those. Yes. Have them. Any of those with me. I was uh, I was looking here at the, the Offensive Rookie of the Year 
Gill, and it has it has moved now to a point where Mac Jones is minus seven hundred at DraftKings. So for I, the offensive I, rookie of the I year. was talking to a Dolphins fan friend. So mm-hmm. keep in mind that's the angle he comes from. He hates the Patriots. This triggers him tremendously. He's like, really? But Tua does what he does. He gets no love. And he's not a rookie, obviously, yes. right? But he's like, and Mac Jones throws three passes, and everybody goes nuts. It, it, look, all of the arguments against Mac Jones are fair, right? Yes. Like he is, he is a product of an offense that was built for to for him to have success this year. Yeah. I mean, it was it's close to line of scrimmage stuff, dual tight end stuff, running guy. I, I get I get all the arguments against him, but. Who, who who else? I mean, I, if Chase would have kept on the pace that he was at at the beginning of the year, yeah, he would we'd have, have a real argument, and like I'd be fine. We that was always here. my thing, though. For a wide receiver, you just you, there's the margin of error is so thin, and so that's right. why Mac Jones was always the best bet because he's you know runs through him. Yeah, and, and like had he kept that pace, sure, we would have an argument right now. We could sit there and debate it all day long. And look, Chase, he's got three he's got three games left. He goes and has two 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 hundred yard games and a hundred and twelve yard whatever. We'll 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 talk then, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Mac Jones, but I, I did see when I was like minus 700, like that is, that's crazy. That's, that's an interesting move yeah. that, that healthy in his, in his direction. And it's, I mean, it's completely a two man race at this point. The next guy is Jalen Waddle now at this point, and he's 65 to one. So what did you think about yesterday? We did a defensive rookie of the year where now Micah Parsons is the second short shot behind TJ Watt. So he's shorter than Aaron Donald. He is. Uh, he's got yeah. shorter than Miles Garrett now. Like, do you think that can again? LT Lawrence Taylor, the only person who's ever won both Defensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season, 1981. I I'm kind of thinking it's being willed into existence. But could you could you argue it? It's no, the thing you cannot. It's like though T.J. Watt is spe- all those other guys we mentioned are spectacular, it, 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 completely spectacular. And then we also said, like we said, it's 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 unfair. To Aaron Donald because it's just when you're getting triple teamed, you right. don't. You're, it's impossible for him to get the counting stats that these other guys are going to get. He's he, never going to be able to get it. He's could be the defensive player of the year every year. It's the whole. It's the same thing that we've said for some of these other guys. Whatever, like, you're just going to get overlooked. Where you know, in in his in his heyday, you could have given it to LeBron every single year, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could have given MVP to LeBron every single year. They're not going to do that. It's kind of the same deal with, with Aaron Donald. But yeah, I mean, with Parsons. The narrative, like you're talking about, like sometimes this stuff can be narrative driven. And while the narrative could work against him, because there will be some old fuddy duddies out there who go, "I'm not giving him two awards. He's not getting two awards someone from will, me." Someone will make that you know? stance, yeah. But the also the, there are, there also is the narrative of, "Hey, they drafted this guy as a linebacker, and then they had a pretty bad situation going on in their defensive line, and they go to him and say." To make you a defensive end. So, what do you think about that? So, think about the, with the exception of Aaron Donald, who plays a yeah. random game on a on a Sunday. Miles Garrett may or may not play. 50-50 chance, we said. But if he does, it's a standalone game on a Saturday. So he's either in Mm -hmm. a standalone game or he's out completely. But then you get to TJ Watt plays this game against the Chiefs, which is not a standalone, but really there's only another another couple games, kind of. And then Micah Parsons gets the Sunday night game, which we'll get to momentarily. So this could be a weekend where that really gets determined. Yeah, everyone's going to get to eyeball these guys pretty hard, right? Yeah. And 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 get some really good reps with all these guys. But I, it is it is cool to me though to see that he is getting recognized for oh. just how ridiculous he's been and how versatile he's been and and everything in the game. Because I mean, this was a I saw 
I what I saw early on in the season, I was kind of like, I was like, oh man, this guy's going to be a pretty decent player. And then I had no idea that I'd be sitting here this and go, wow, this guy's legitimately one of the three best defensive players in all the NFL. It's incredible yeah. watching him. Because, again, he's in the backfield one play, and then he's, like, almost picking off a pass downfield <laughs> the next year. Like, how is, how is this happening? <laughs> let's, uh, let's dispatch yeah. this game quickly. Broncos at Raiders, the final afternoon game. The Drew Locke experience. Yes. Back Drew Locke if you want to. That's how I that, – that is basically what I've said to everybody who's asked me about this game this week. It's like – they're like, hey, man, what, what, what do you think about this? I mean, is Darren Waller's not going to be out there for the Raiders again, so we've seen how poor this offense has looked when Darren Waller isn't out there. Agreed. Yeah. However, have you ever seen Drew Locke play football? I have. You want to you take it in your account with Drew Locke? There's some good moments. Oh, boy. And there's some and bad moments. And then there are some bad. It's like, it's one of those things where we were talking about, because there were markets leading into this season, who was going to be the starting quarterbacks for these teams that had quarterback battles. And we were reading the tea leaves when you were listening to what Vic Fangio was saying. And basically he was saying what we knew all along anyway, that the range of outcomes for Drew Locke is just too wide to make this guy your starting quarterback. Like, like he is going to go out and he is going to either throw three picks or he's going to throw three spectacular touchdown passes or whatever. But there's nothing in the middle. There's no, there are no Teddy Bridgewater games with Drew Locke, you right. know, it's, it's, it's here or it's here. There's nothing in the middle. And so it's just it's too highly, highly, highly volatile for me to to back a Denver team here, especially in a game that's a pet. I'm not even getting any points, right? And so it's like the margin for error. He makes one of these Drew Lockish type plays or something, and you're done. So I, I just can't can't get there. That being said, too, this Raiders offense has looked so poor without Waller out there. Like I said, they are averaging under two touchdowns a game since Waller's been out these last three weeks, and and you just can't. You can't really back them either. You know, I mean, if you sat there and said, what are you going to do? You have to play one or the other. I mean, I I guess I, like, put a hate ticket of Denver in my account. Just, <laughs> you know, and hope that I get the hate good wager. Drew. Yeah, like a hate wager and hope that I get the good Drew Locke. But What's that's your lifetime not, record on hate wagers, by the way? Pretty good. It's it's They're, they're decent, yeah. you know, but, like, I can't do it with this one. No. Can't do it with this, this one. This was the answer to the question for me on the Megapod of which is the game you want no part of, meaning you live in a bizarre world, you must make a bet on the side on each and every one of the games, except you're allowed one free pass. This was the one for yeah. me. I know you could have gone Jets-Jags, too, or or some of those big spread games, but this to me, like, I have no idea whatsoever. And, and just in here. So it's, it's pick here at South Point. Rest of country, there's two books out there where it's a pick. There's two books out there where... The Raiders are favored by a point, and there's two books out there where the Broncos are favored by a point. There you go. If that lets you know, and yeah. you know uh, what's going on with this one. Yeah, I, I would imagine if you're making this your largest bet of the weekend, maybe you're not doing this correct. Yeah, I'm just I would be wondering yeah. unless you got some crazy good inside information. Yeah, then. Well, and if you do, story. pass it at on. Matt Brown M two. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Pass it on at beating the book Sunday night Washington at the Cowboys. Washington just off that game on Monday night where look they. Uh, they had, or Tuesday, pardon me, Tuesday, not Monday, right? Yeah, Tuesday, where they ended up playing with Garrett Gilbert off the Patriots practice squad as their starting quarterback. He wasn't awful given his time to prepare. They are getting Taylor Heineke back for this one. Brandon Scherf is still on the COVID list for them, which is not good. He is their Pro Bowl guard. Um, so that's that's not good for this team. But, of course, getting your, your starting quarterback is good. 
for this team. On the Cowboys side of things, it's really just an injury situation for for the Cowboys. I mean, they've got a couple of guys that are not going to be out there for for them this week due to injury situation. Malik Hooker is also out um, due to the COVID situation. And then uh, Tyron Smith is not going to be out there. Offensive tackle, of course, stud offensive tackle for this Cowboys team. It's another one of those games, Gil, where we look at 10 and we go, okay, a, a full-on healthy Cowboys team against what looks to be kind of still a, a mildly battered and bruised, that's probably an appropriate line, and that's probably where. But Tyron Smith's not going to be out there. Malik Hooker's not going to be out there. You do get this. You you do get starting quarterback back. It, it, there's, it just feels like maybe it's a tad too much, but it it's is. another one of those where yeah. maybe I would dabble with like a you know like a half unit type bet or something like that on Washington. But it's it's not one I think you make with supreme confidence just for the fact that you know look the Cowboys do still have their all the offensive guys out there you know so if they do get it together if they do finally figure something out we know that the defense is is been been really really good so if they can just put a little bit together on the offensive side of the ball it wouldn't shock you if basically what I'm getting to is it wouldn't shock you if this was a 14 point game wouldn't at yeah. all and it wouldn't shock me if Washington covered if Washington loses this their minimal playoff hopes would pretty much be extinguished at this point. Dallas, by the way, in case you missed it last night, that was the other thing that happened last night with that Niners loss. The Cowboys became the second team in the NFL, Green Bay being the first, to clinch a playoff berth. So Dallas is in the playoffs. Now, obviously, they don't have the division locked up. They would here uh, with this and, I believe, an Eagles loss, if I'm not mistaken. So there is a scenario where the Cowboys clinch the NFC East this weekend as well. Cowboys still have designs. Again, one game behind the Packers for the number one seed, though we were sort of debating earlier or speculating who really thinks they have a realistic shot. Maybe Dallas does believe they have a realistic shot. Like we said, the the defense at least has been consistent. It's just, you know, find a little bit on offense and certainly, certainly not out of the question here. We will come back. We'll look at the Monday night game between the Dolphins and the Saints. That's obviously fascinating. And we will look at NFC and AFC conference odds. And then our Circa primetime action entry next. 